welcome to Barrel Proof, episode number 254. I am the host tonight, Ty Smith. Uh, we are here at the Louisville City Training Grounds enjoying a cool but sunny evening to talk Louisville City soccer. I have here with me, as per usual lately, my uh, brash, bubbly, British brother-in-law, Robbie Barker. What's up, guys? And, of course, we have the uh, time-tested, technical, tactical, <laughs> trustworthy... Arkenberg, Patrick Arkenberg, on the ones and twos, helping us out. Thank you, Patrick. And it is a special, special episode. I'm super excited about this, Footlers, because we have uh, a guy who is our inside track to know what is going on in the Louisville City Clubhouse, and the guy that I think probably keeps the engine running, keeps our guys ready to play at their best, Mr. Ben Hulsman, welcome. Thanks, thanks for having me, guys. I'm actually I'm really excited to be here and talk to you guys. So, I've uh, I've wanted to have you on since you joined. When did you join the team, Ben? 2000, the beginning of 2018. Okay. So, and I just from everything I see about you, you know, we haven't really met, but um, just on Twitter and your banter with the boys, <laughs> and you know your your tweets from training ground competitions and just. Uh, I can get I get the feeling and the personality that you really have a bond with the players, and I think it's uh and and with the coaches as well, and it's just really neat to have you on to have some insight into the club culture here in the off season when uh, not much going on on the pitch. So though, though, though to be honest, when we're doing the rundown here, there is a little bit going on, but from true. Ben's perspective, I'm waiting to hear the real dirt. We'll we'll get the niceties out <laughs> in the beginning, but then we want to really know the behind the scenes stuff. Who's the worst? Who's got the worst smelling kit after practice? You know, all <laughs> the good right. stuff. We'll, well, we'll really I, get into the into the muck today. I got to tell you guys a little bit of a story. So <laughs> yesterday, Hack, Hack pulled me aside into his office. I'm like, never a good sign. And he basically tells me, like, we have a problem. I'm like, okay, like, what's going on? Do we sign a new guy? I need to make some, you know, gear for him. He's like, listen, I heard you're going on the podcast. And... <laughs> you need to spice it up a little bit. Okay. His quote to me was, no vanilla. Okay. So don't be giving away state secrets, but, you know, let's get a little spice in there. All right. So. Well, we, awesome. Well, we appreciate that, Coach. I've just heard Coach give carte blanche. Everything <laughs> is on the table. Right. So good. So we'll, we'll get the boring stuff out of the way first, then we'll then we'll uh, we'll get to the drama. So what do we yeah, got, Tom? Yeah, we got a few announcements just to kind of keep up with uh, with the team. And since the last podcast we had before Christmas, and, um, you know, I, I didn't think we could ever, uh, tr you, know, you know, do better than the guest we had last time, uh, Mr. Brad Estes, but then... Of course, now we got what his boss here, yeah. Ben, uh, <laughs> on, on the pod. So we've we've outdone ourselves here. Yeah. Um, but there there has been a lot going on. Honestly, uh, we signed Tyler Gibson uh, yep. just about a couple days after the last podcast. Um, what are you, what is your all's take on that? We can go through that quick. But yeah. the central midfielder, obviously, um, what the obvious, uh, most obvious, I guess, uh, yeah. take would be to. Um, in that role that has been left behind by Speedy, uh, yeah. but uh, I always thought he played really hard. Uh, I think he's got some defensive chops. Um, obviously, yeah. had a lot of minutes. I think led minutes at Indy the past season. So, yeah. Anytime you bring in a guy that's got that type of experience at our level, uh, we know he's proven. We know he's tidy. We've seen him play. So. I think he's going to be a contributor from day one. Like we always say with anyone who comes in new, especially coming in from a rival, you've got to come in, you've got to earn it, you've got to prove it, you've got to come into our culture because we do have, in my opinion, the best culture in the league. Um, you come in from a team in Indy that's underperformed, so I'm sure he's chomping at the bit to come here, prove a point, make his, you know, put his stamp on the team and, and lock down that position. I'm sure he's seeing that too and saying, right. okay, this has opened up for me. So I'm excited to see what he can do. But as always, you've got to prove it. We talked with Corbin Bowen at the start of last year, and I said, you know what? I don't know what to think about right. it because I've, I've, I've had a little bit of a bias against him for many years, but he won us over, right? That's right. Corbin was great last year, and uh, after a you know slow start came on through. So you know he's going to have the same opportunity to win us over, and I'm excited to see it. Well, one of the first things I do when, uh, when we sign a guy, especially a guy that's been in the USL, is um, 
I've been lucky enough to kind of get to know the guys around the league in similar positions to me. So I, I texted their kit man and I was like, hey, like we just signed this guy, dot, dot, dot. And his response was, he's a top-notch guy, obviously on the field, but also off the field. Yeah. And uh, he basically said, you know, speaking of our culture, like he's going to be perfect for our culture. Yeah. So. That's great to hear. Absolutely. You think you got to think if he's get, if he uh, if you hear that from the kit man, I think that that says a lot about his. A little character. bit of an unbiased <laughs> opinion, you know. <laughs> but yeah, he's a veteran, and um, he's won me over to some extent on what he said about wanting to come here and wanting to win, and and he's all in on purple. It sounds like so, yeah. and he'll be competing for a spot with another signee uh, that we've uh, locked in since. Uh, um, our last time together, which is uh, Elijah Winder, yeah. who is now an official pro, right, Ben? You were saying uh, he's number 23, right? And kind of just showing people that the path from the academy to our actual team, being a full-time member, is, is there. Anybody can do it. Yeah. And so he'll be uh, – I mean, I know, I know he's always been sort of available for selection, but it sounds like this is sort of his official coming out party for this uh 2021 season how old is he now i i, I forget he, is he still in school he's still in no, he might still, still in, be a senior yeah, in high school yeah i know yeah. He's, he's still in high school but i'm i'm not 100 percent. i know they've got a special program for him where he's obviously fully participates in training and the right. works which is great so it's gonna be interesting to see because the funny thing he came in a couple of games he played last year i thought he did pretty well I you know he, that one game i forget who it was against now ty because i'm getting too old my memory doesn't work but he had a lot of tidy touches he was dangerous he was pushing forward so it'd be interesting to see with another year of maturity another year of training and now the confidence you know can you imagine the confidence that, that builds up in a young player when you've signed that first professional contract and now he's probably thinking whatever i got last year was gravy it was good if i got a little playing time happy for that this year he's probably looking at it saying it's time to make my mark so I'm excited to see what he brings to the table 17, this year. 17. 17. 17, yeah. 17. So, and I, and I think he'll be competing for time in that central midfield role with, with Paolo, with Tyler, um, with probably those three in the central defensive role. Great I people think to learn is where from. Elijah likes to play. Yeah. Um, that's great. So, that's yeah, exciting. Good for him. Congratulations. And by um, the way, he is an all-time lad. Great guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he does nothing but good things. We love so. seeing local local uh, connections as well. It's always does he huge. get does he get hazed by the older guys at all? Or well, no. listen, not, not he carries the balls. Know, yeah, it's very, let's not throw around the H word. But <laughs> at the same time, like he has definitely grown into the locker room. If if that makes sense, yeah. He um, naturally a pretty quiet guy, and you could definitely see over time he just kind of relaxed and he, he's more of himself, and he has you know. Him and the younger guys in the locker room, they definitely uh, – it's nice to see some, like, banter evolving yeah. over time. So, and it's so, good to see. So, so let's let's think on our feet here. So, on that note, let's jump right in. Who Who's the, the king of the banter? Who's the, the top guy in the in the locker room that gets well, to – Well, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't rate myself pretty highly. But I know the <laughs> players, you know, they would never hear yeah. any of that. Um, removing myself then to be unbiased, There, there's definitely a few guys. Niz – up there, obviously, especially him and uh, like on Wait, the field. Is. Nile. 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 I was going to say, no, I know you're talking about Nile. We didn't know. Nile I don't Niz. know his name. Sorry about that. Okay, Niz. Oh, Nizzy. Old Nizzy. I love it. Now, we all know about his some of his stuff on the field with like the referees and stuff. Right. I mean, I have a. Do you have to give him a, like a throat lozenge at halftime because he's talking so much <laughs> the whole game? Or? Lose his voice, yeah. yeah. Um, but him, PDP, I mean, I, I will say as far as banter level just club as a whole we're, we're all pretty far up there so it, it's it's a fun locker room so who gets offended who's the one who, who gets uh, the, their back up a little bit when the bounce comes uh, you know there's somebody come on there's always <laughs> someone who can't take it that's like me i, I, I don't particularly I, I don't know when to really draw the line you know yeah. i think everybody's pretty good you know and obviously i don't want to throw anybody straight under the bus but at the same time, everybody gets offended from time to time, and that just shows you that the banter's you know at a high guess? level. From so. the field demeanor, I'm going to say Antoine. 
because he's always mad at something. So I'm guessing he doesn't well, like getting the bounce. I don't know if you guys saw the Twitter comments, but he, you know, he was mad at me. I, I was getting thrown under the bus. And, okay. You know, it seemed like he had some uh, angst built up there. So <laughs> I'll have to settle. I'll have to settle that with him. So. Right, right. <laughs> Is he in town? You talked to him about it, or I guess a lot of the guys aren't in town right now, right? Yeah, or, and that's the yeah. thing. They like, haven't reported like back said, yet. It, it is off season and things are pretty slow, but they're. You know, we keep the uh, weight room open and everything, so yeah. there is a nice little trickle of uh, of guys coming in day in and day That's out. Cool. But nobody's getting their eyebrows shaved like I like what happened when I was a freshman at Transylvania <laughs> playing soccer. Yeah, definitely I'm not, not sure that's allowed nowadays. Time showing our age. Now. That's definitely the hard age word right yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to the news. Yeah, uh, well, of course, uh, big, big, literally big news is <laughs> our new keeper, Huge. right, Simon yeah. Lefebvre. Lefebvre. Um, we're going to have to work on the pronunciation, yeah. Sarah. <laughs> but uh, filling big shoes, coming in to um, be our uh, to compete for that starting role with Chris Hubbard, uh, replacing Ben Hutt, uh, Ben Lunt, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, ben, we were joking with Ben earlier about how we were thinking maybe some custom gear is going to have to be ordered. But but you think you got them right with the XXL or? Well, I was super worried, like I said, and, and not only do I text Kitman from other team and say like how is this guy is he good which by the way he got good reviews as well awesome. um, from Loudon. uh i asked him i was like listen man I, i'm i'm petrified that i'm gonna have to buy custom gear for this guy every single piece of gear that the team gets i'm gonna have to go back and buy it all and the guy assured me listen he, he's tall but he, he's he's pretty skinny so xl is fine so <laughs> okay, perfect. we're covered there i was honestly relieved yeah the so. funny thing was watching his videos his highlight videos he doesn't look six foot nine which makes me think he's probably a little bigger than you think but uh when you're six nine you're you're being six nine is six nine yeah, yeah. yeah you're tall <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. if you're a keeper standing straight up looking tall that's probably not uh, you yeah. know you need to be with the ready position with the knees right? bent. i want a guy yeah. that looks a little menacing you know yeah that's right he needs to be uh kind of but we did we did talk about that as a key um need right because you can't just go in with you know limited resources in goal because things happen and we, we we obviously love we love hubbard we think he's a uh, first class keeper in the USL so this is going to be a great challenge two of them competing for it hopefully they bring out the best in each other and the only you know we win either way but we hope right. they both get opportunities obviously schedule wise this year it's still up in the air I guess what exactly is going you, to be have happening have heard anything on Open Cup or? that's what I'm talking about the opportunities might be limited I know. still to be determined I think yeah. that it's kind of a like a lot of stuff going on right now it's just wait and see yeah yeah so anyway, yeah, it's good news. We, we I'll be happy that. to get back to Open Cup. I mean, we need to repay this favor to Cincinnati <laughs> That's from right. a couple years ago. That's so. right. That's right. And I love it yeah. because it does give that opportunity for <laughs> squad rotation, you know, because it, it's important. Exactly. It's important yeah. to have opportunities for all 20-some-odd guys that we have to contribute, and the Open Cup is the perfect opportunity for that. Um so I'm really hopeful that we get back to some normalcy. That was Elijah's first cup. start was an open cup. So yeah. You're right. totally right. Um, or it's first minutes, excuse me. So, all right. Well, last but not least, we did, um, and, and one of my favorite uh, players, if for nothing else than his work rate, because we know, we know uh, Napo never gets tired, uh, Mr. <laughs> Matsoso signing with a uh, multi-year deal, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, so... That is really exciting to me. I, I've always considered Napo one of the guys that would be on the MLS radar, really, because um, of his age and his um, just growth in the game that we've seen since he's been at Louisville City. And to have him locked up, um, I think it's a good thing for him um, and obviously a great thing for us. And I hope that one day somebody's going to come calling because um, I think he might have that potential and is in the – more in the age frame that I feel like these MLS guys are looking at, you know. Um, but it's just great to have him. Yeah. Um, well, he brings know. a ton to the table for us, right? Right. It's, 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 it's not just what he does when he's playing in a particular role, when he's in central midfield or wherever he is. He can play everywhere, right? He can play a little fullback. He can play on the wing. He can play in the middle. And the energy he brings to the table, you just can't replace that easily. So to lock him up multi-year, shows him the confidence the club has in him so he should again come into this year brimming with confidence ready to go and ready because last year i felt a little sorry because he got injured right and it slowed his season when he was really starting to cement himself as one of the first names on the team sheet 
So that's unfortunate. So hopefully he has a fully healthy year right. now with the confidence of a multi-year agreement behind him. So expecting huge things from him this season. And a local guy, which is really neat to yep. see. I mean, he went to high school at St. Francis, I believe, and has been, you know, in Louisville for a long time. And UK as well, right? Right, right. <clears throat> yep. So uh, what, what kind of insight you have on Napo, Ben? I mean, you guys aren't wrong. He does not stop. I mean, the I guess my biggest takeaway, once again, good culture guy. Mm-hmm. Napo's awesome on and off the field. Uh, yeah. The one thing I take away is the fact that he basically started as a trialist, yep. and he just kept chipping away, chipping away. And like you said, now he's, you know, obviously he got injured last year, but mm-hmm. he's one of those guys that's at the top of, you know, the selection table. So, I have nothing but good things to say. Do the about rest him. of the guys hate him in practice? Does he run as hard in practice as he does in a game? You know, it, he's definitely one of those guys. I always think of like American basketball and mm-hmm. like the guy who on defense just never quits. He's, and he's always in That's your face and everything. And never stops running. Absolutely. Hey, and coach, can we do suicides if we in practice? <laughs> you, know? you know, I don't think anybody's begging for suicides, but at the same time, if a guy were to be begging for it, it would be Napo. Yeah. I mean, he just doesn't stop, so. Yeah. Is there any? Is there ever any, um, like, uh, endurance type competition? I mean, they come in and have to do a two mile run, for example, to prove their fitness when they come back. Um, that is something I was curious about. Yeah. When they report, is there a, a fitness test of sorts like we used to have in yeah. college? Right. Yeah. Um, Short answer: Yes. I mean, I think that now. By the way, it's it's apparent very quickly um, mm-hmm. to the other players and to the staff who was working and who wasn't in the offseason. In, in our experience in college, it was those guys that were with the goalkeepers. You could tell <laughs> were the ones who hadn't done the now, work. Yeah. Right. So. My boy Scott Budnick would take offense to that. But at the same time, you know, goalkeepers are goalkeepers. And obviously we know how important they are for our success. But I will say, um, and I'm sure it's it's similar in other places, but us elevated to another level everything that these guys do it's a competition yeah and and that feeds into our culture which is what makes us great i truly believe Mm -hmm. but like it doesn't matter if we're actually scrimmaging during training or if they're doing suicide runs like yeah maybe one guy you know paulo's looking at nile and you know like it's all to be better than the next guy, but we all know it's for the long-term goal, which is is to win. So who's the guy that at the end of practice, right before the fitness work starts, is like, oof, hamstring's a little tight, coach. <laughs> I'm thinking Cam Lancaster. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I have no comment on that. Oh, no, okay. So I'll take Fair that enough. as affirmation. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Cam. My, my country. <laughs> I think that about does it for player news. Of course, we we yeah, did the bad briefly news. mention the bad news about Speedy officially being gone now. And I think as of today, Ben mentioned uh, there was rumors, of course, of Paco being going going there as well to Miami. Um, you hate I, my takeaway is just that you hate to see him go to an Eastern Conference um, a team, just because that means we're gonna have to cheer against them, mm-hmm. you know. And I hate to do that because I love both those guys. They contributed so much to the club. Uh, and the and the start of the club and the success of the club. Two winners, and, you know. You yeah, know, and championship players. You know, two. Yeah, absolutely, two two championship players, and um, but have to wish them the best, and and glad to see that they're still in the league, that they're playing. Um, I wish Speedy would get an opportunity to 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 play where you know at the highest level, mm-hmm. um, in some way, shape, or form, and I suspect that maybe he had aspirations to to do that obviously he does yeah. um and maybe for whatever reason it just didn't work out um but yeah and anytime you lo- you lose a guy that's one of your club you know leaders and captains is, is unfortunate but this is again as professional sports it's a business and i'm sure there's financial considerations we know right. down there historically they've they've had some ability to, to pay some pretty big contracts which you know it's part of the game and they're obviously ambitious they want to do well so they're recruiting guys like speedy and, and paco who for those that may not know went back to england right and he had a right. trial with wick and wanderers and there was a incre- there was a really nice story that i think i shared amongst a couple of the group here that i saw in one of the english newspapers where he literally got signed on this trialist agreement right when COVID started 
So any opportunity he had, even when soccer started again in England in the playoffs and, and Wickham were a pretty good team uh, down there in League One in England, um, he just unfortunately had no opportunity to win his way into to, to the reckoning. And, um, you know, it was just very unfortunate it's for him. It's a really so, sad story. Yeah, know. You know, I think it probably his aspirations were, and maybe, Ben, you might know better, to play in England and play at home. But... You know, maybe he's realised with everything going on in the world right now, his best opportunities in the in the U.S. Well, and just from my standpoint, like I think it's clear that both of them want to play at the highest level possible, wherever that's in England or Speedy right. here. And right. uh, I mean, when you're writing the history book of Louisville City FC, those guys are on the first page. Yeah. Um, that's right. They're integral parts. So, like you said, wish him nothing but the best. But, yeah, it is sad mm -hmm. to see, like, a glue guy like Speedy. I know I said something on my Twitter when he left, but, like, the man was a consistently good guy on and off the field. Um, have nothing but glowing things to say about Speedy. Yeah. Paco as well. I mean, Paco's a great guy. And he uh, was he was uh, good at the banter. I know Paco was. Was he the Paco old time Louisville guy. City team DJ? Wasn't that Paco's role? <laughs> I think like, that's Nile, isn't it? Or no, well, Paco he, was. Listen, Paco in his in his heyday would definitely assume the, the DJ, DJ role. role, but there were other guys that were vying for their time. Okay. So, who determines what who who gets to play what? Well, Paco would just pull the. Well, whose dad here was a famous musician card? Right, that is know. the trump card in this situation, <laughs> I think. So, do you guys know Boy George? No, I didn't think so. I will be playing the music today. <laughs> so, what do they do? They draw straws to see who gets to do the pregame warm-up music, or well, it's, or they it's, all do their own thing with headphones. Well, it's kind of evolved over time, but there's definitely a certain um, certain playlist that, like on game day or on post game and stuff like that, that gets played, and I think. Regardless of if guys move on, uh, the tradition kind of continues. So, yeah. If it's George, it's something from the 80s or 70s because he's a little <laughs> bit older. You know, I'm just kidding. George. Uh. But no, wish them, yeah, do wish them the best. And we just hope they lose when they play us. Yeah. And I, and I think Paco, you know, that Paco can play. I, I think he deserved an opportunity. And that it's like these guys, you know, whoever is going to miss out on the Olympics that got postponed too. I mean, COVID's yeah. really had an impact on some athletes and, you know, I think Paco is one of them, unfortunately. Yeah. But it's good to see him back in the league, so. Yeah. Good or bad timing's everything, but it is it is nice to see, you know, his and face. Who knows if we're going to play Miami this year or not anyway, right? Yeah. Depending so. on the structure, that's true. All right, should we should we switch our focus to yeah, the guest of honor? Yeah, let's do it. We've uh we've done a little bit of um just inside the locker room stuff, Ben. But why don't you tell us about, um, you know, how you got involved with the club? Where you're, you know, you're a Louisville guy, right? I think you went Louisville guy. Yeah, you, you grew up here and went to high school here. Yep. And do you play soccer? So growing up, I played club. Now I think the clubs are no longer. Well, I know Mockingbird's still around a little bit, but mm -hmm. I played for Mockingbird and Throwbreds. Uh, went to Trinity, played some there. Um, did not play in college, but. Uh, as far as Louisville City is concerned, it, it's so funny how things work out. Uh, a buddy of mine was just wearing a Louisville City polo one day, and I was like, oh, yeah, like I knew about our, our club and everything, but I didn't know much. And I was like, oh, so that's the Louisville's new club. He's like, yeah, I'm interning for them. And I was like, you think you could hook, hook me up? And then the rest was history. I uh, think I first started interning in 2016-17 and then just – kept coming back and was that uh, front office type no it was actually or? with the team okay. uh doing locker room stuff yeah i don't know if you guys remember brandon morris yeah of course um yep. og louisville yeah. city guy <laughs> right. now with new mexico rest in peace but uh <laughs> no he was the one who hired me on and cool. kind of that Is there was news in new mexico that i'm not Oh no! I just meant like he's he's, he's gone no from here. With us. Oh, oh yeah, he's, he's no longer with us. Like, That's not breaking news. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, they had like twenty. They had like fifteen thousand a game. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, poor North Carolina is gone. So we and we lost Reno this year. So hopefully, no more teams are going to drop well, out of the right. league. Well, they come in threes. So. Yeah. <laughs> But no, that's great. Yeah. So and Brandon's still there, I guess, in, in New yes. Mexico. Yes. Um, yes. So that's great. Um, well, um, and so you just worked your way up basically to become the. Kit man, team man, Correct. I don't know the exact, well, uh, the exact terminology. but So, well, it was a funny story. When I first started, um, James left mm -hmm. for Orlando, and uh, 
when Hack first came in, Brandon moved on to New Mexico, and I, I was only a few months into working. I, I didn't mm -hmm. go to college. I was a marketing major. I didn't <laughs> want to work in sports my entire life. I kind of just lucked into it. And yeah. I mean, this was kind of my dream job. So I was like, of course, I'll drop everything to do this. Um, but I was only a few months removed from working in uh, a restaurant when Brandon left. And I was like, okay, I Hack tournament. He's like, you're in charge now. And I was like, all right, we're going to do this. Like, yes, awesome. I am. So, Let's go. That's awesome. Um, and I'm glad you said that because it's like my dream job. I think it's probably <laughs> a lot of our listeners and fans dream job. I mean, mm -hmm. because to to be that integral of a part of a team and, and the team that we love so much and love to watch, it's just it seems like it's a fun job. It, it is, and I think the main thing that I would want to tell everybody is while it is fun and while it is, you know, you get a front row seat on game day, it is mm -hmm. a lot of hard work. Yeah. Your hours, I know, are pretty all over the place, right? I don't, honestly don't even keep hours. The blend between personal life and work life is – there's no, no line, yeah. you know. Um, Hack or Danny could call me at 1.30 in the morning and say, listen, we've, we've signed a player, he's training tomorrow, mm -hmm. we need gear ready. And then yeah. I have to head into the stadium and do that. So wow. there's no real hours, yeah. but I would definitely say that you're 100% committed. Yeah. Um, that's the main thing I would want people to know that are interested in it. It's awesome, but you definitely – it's a lifestyle because you travel and you travel with the team, right? Yes, yes. So you yeah. you travel to every away day. Um, you're there every game day, or do you do you go to every training training uh, yes. as well? Yes. So you're there every training. Wow. Why don't you take us through like a typical day during the season? I mean, what what do you do? So depending on if I know, there's a typical day. <laughs> well, that's the thing. There there is no typical day because um, while there is a certain regimen of what we do. I mean, there's always fires to put out and stuff like that, but you basically get in. I do a little prep. It's, it's just on a typical training day. And then uh, we'll have our staff meeting to go over what we expect training to be. Um, and then after that, me personally, and I know different clubs do it differently, um, but I'll go out and set up training and then I'll wait for the guys to get out. And then training session, come back, guys shower, change, I'll take care of laundry. Um, it sounds simple enough, but I can assure no, you no, it never is. So. Well, you got to make sure that all the equipment's ready, right, yeah, for, the, for the training day. And you're managing the equipment and egos of a lot of, you know, young men, <laughs> and that is not easy. Now, I will say. Um, so who's oh. the messiest of them all? <laughs> Anybody notorious for not giving you putting their laundry in the bin? I listen, mean, come on. I will. Uh, I won't throw anybody directly under the bus. Uh, please, but do. I, I will. I listen to make it a little spicy. <laughs> yeah. Remember what coach said? Perhaps orders. I will say there are certain guys where maybe their their locker needs a little tidying up every once in a while. <laughs> I'm gonna guess Pat McMahon. <laughs> Pat McMahon is actually top notch on oh, that. Oh, surprise! Um, I guess, it but was... I will say, since he's no longer with the team, I can definitely throw him under the bus. But Paco was definitely one of those guys. <laughs> Love Paco. Yeah, um, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I bet he had his stuff all over the place. One of the things I do is like I talk to guys around the league, and and like you mentioned egos, and I know we're joking about it, but there mm -hmm. are certain guys that I talk to them, and they're they're like, there's there are guys that can either players to make your job easier or make it tougher and I, I would say that I am not to get all cushy and everything but I'm super lucky that the guys mm -hmm. in our locker room respect the work that we as a yeah. staff do and they little things that they do to make my job make our coaching staff's jobs mm -hmm. easier um, so I'm super blessed because there's definitely teams where they don't really care they don't respect the work yeah. that you do so we're super lucky. Yeah. Right. Maybe not egos. Let me ask you about something that, that people do have is superstitions. There's so, a lot of superstitions. So, like, you've got – I know for myself – The gaffer is I, a big superstition. Oh, really? Okay. Hackers. Absolutely. So, I know for so myself – So, he's super I, superstitious. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know when I, when I played, it was all about my undersocks. I had to have the same pair of undersocks every game. They had to be washed, clean, and ready to go. So, I wore, wore two pairs of soccer socks. If I didn't have that – I was uncomfortable. I was out of my element. So yep. you you have to kind of uh, manage to that to some extent. For I sure, imagine. there's definitely. Uh, I would say there's like, like I said, none of our guys are divas or anything like that. Yeah. But there's definitely uh, almost every guy has you know one little thing mm -hmm. uh, that they just 
prefer to make them com comfortable, like yeah. you said. So um, there's definitely a lot of that, but uh, yeah, Hack is definitely the, the king of, of <laughs> uh, superstition. Give, let's give us He's an a big example. gum guy, by the way. Gum? So like my, I would say that 50% of my job is my job. The other 50% is making sure that John Hackworth has a piece of gum when he needs a piece of gum. <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> And that's, I'm okay with that. Does that's what I get paid to, to do. Kind, or will he take any piece that he can chew on? No. Blue Orbit. Okay. And nothing else. All right. So we <laughs> know what you're getting for Christmas from Absolutely. the Absolutely. A ginormous pack of Blue Orbit so gum. I'm curious, Perfect. do you take care of the boots too or just the kits? Yeah, I take care of a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, what do you mean though, as far as taking care of the boots? Well, just the getting the cleat, the the boots. I guess you call Clean them, Robbie, but I, them. we call them cleats. But making sure they're prim and dry, proper, and you know, dry, warm, and ready for uh, oh, a cold day out in the, uh, you know. Right. Now, that is part of that. I know guys are very particular about their boots. Um, right. So a lot of times the guys do it themselves. But yeah. if I'm ever needed, I definitely step in. You know, you hear the stories about you know Arsenal were one of the first teams to do this with Arsene Wenger would make the, the kits would be warmed up before the players would wear them on game days. So they were like at body temperature or something, you know, and he was kind of ahead of his time. And I think a lot of clubs do this now. Do you do anything like that at the moment? Or, or, or are, we, are we not quite there yet? Well, no, no, no. Uh, definitely if a, not as far as temperature, mm, right. but, it, you know, if I pulled the kits out and they're a little wrinkly, definitely have the steamer ready to go. We're making sure the guys look good, you oh, know. Don't nice. want them out there with, you know, oh, yeah. a wrinkly shirt. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. Do you all, do you all still do the coffee? The, is, it, is there a morning coffee with the coaching staff? Do you all do, you all do that, or is that so am I thinking we, of something different? We do have morning coffee. Um, that's not every no, training day, though, is it? Or what, You're talking about like a Heine Brothers type? Yeah, uh, and somebody buy, somebody different buys it each time. or So that is the notorious, and this is usually post-training. For the afternoon, you get that 2.30 feeling. Okay. Everybody knows that so feeling. This is post-training. This is the rock, paper, scissors. And okay. now I... I'm fortunate enough to not be included because I'm not a big coffee guy. I'm more of an energy drink guy. Mm -hmm. um, but Hack, Danny, and Budnick have a daily rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> and the loser buys coffee. Is it best uh, out of three or just straight up? No, like? just straight up. But there's, you know, with multiple people, some, sometimes random people will join. Since there's so many people, it can go multiple rounds. Yeah. So That's awesome. Well, Taylor has joined the party. <laughs> What's up, Taylor? Well, we might, you know, uh, we've been uh, chatting for a bit here. We might want to go to Ask Barrel. I think we've had the most Ask Barrel Proof questions for our guests today oh, than wow. ever, yeah. potentially. Um, and some of it we may have touched on. I don't know. Yeah. But Most of it is like several from players, which I think is super fun. So yeah, we'll yeah right. for real. <laughs> so I think we we'll should get to that. That to way we don't there. miss any of those. Yeah. Um, oh, and then we can we can uh, unless rip you off got anything else, unless you got anything else, Robbie. Um, no, no, I'm late I to think the party. We talked about like player stuff and dra it's draft day, etc. We, we have not mentioned the draft, which is what in an hour. Um, yeah. So, oh, yes. <laughs> you know that's that might be something we should touch on. There is that. Why don't you take that because we haven't talked about Taylor? Well. Uh, I think the biggest news is that so NWSL released the eligible player list. The one player that I know, per, I personally, and most racing Louisville fans, if they've been following the draft at all, going leading up to this week, uh, the one story was about uh, Kateri Macario and whether or not she was going to come to racing. Well, she's not. She's going to Lyon uh, for good reasons. It's probably the best women's team in the world. Uh, they're offering her probably about because she's not an allocated player yet. About I don't know five times what she'd be able to earn. Here in the states, wow. which is tough, uh, but certainly can't blame her. Um, and so that's that's all good and well and good. But I'm interested to see what happens. Emily Fox is the next name up uh, as the projected number one pick, and so I don't know what Holly's going to do. I've I have no clue. I have no divinations into this whatsoever. It's just hard to figure. Um, I don't know how tryouts have been going. I know that's been going on the last couple of weeks. Ben's probably been involved in that somewhat, maybe, maybe not. No, you do Louisville City more than you do racing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so Ben's maybe not involved in that, but. You know, so I don't know what's going to happen. I just I know we got a roster to fill out, and the piece that I was most looking forward to is not going to be a part of it. And so I'm disappointed in that, but still excited to see what what we come up with on that front. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, and when I left the stadium, you know they were prepping and everything, so I know that a lot of moving pieces obviously involved. But well, sure. And then who's to say that you know just like happens in any other draft that things don't get 
players don't get traded, picks don't get swapped. You know, there's plenty of yeah. you know, season isn't going to happen until April at the earliest or something. There's a so. striker from U of L who looks really Amina good. Um, what's her name? I think it's Amina Ekic. Or something yeah, like yeah, she's I'd very love, good. That would be awesome if we could, you know, to have a local player if if she's, you know, yeah, fits the profile or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah if right, that's the girl right. I'm thinking about, I saw some. I mean, badass highlights on uh, on yeah, Twitter yeah, of her. A lot of national attention. Some screamers, yeah. yeah. She's a good player. Are you gonna? What are you gonna be doing for race on the racing side of things? Um, if pretty they're uh, they're actually hiring an, an entire staff. Um, they'll have so they're filling that out completely. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah two Which different silos. Absolutely. <laughs> then you'll start. I mean, yeah, yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah, because I don't think he can travel to two different games at the same. No. This is, this is like I the old days where Steve Peake was running communications, doing the laundry, and doing <laughs> player transport all at the same time. Though I do yeah. look forward to the prank wars and things that are going to go on in that that relationship you'll have with that staff. I I'm didn't sure. even think about that, and yeah. now you're giving me in ideas. Yeah. Have we talked like Tyler Gibson, Simon Lefebvre, and all that? Okay, good. Yeah, we went through all the player news and have gotten some insight from Ben on those as well. Awesome. And um, what, what, what about uh, while Taylor's getting NAS barrel proof up, what, about, what can you tell us about uh, away days and travel? Um, same, same basically job responsibilities and just making sure the players are correct, are fit, looking good, and ready Traditions to play? as well. Anything that we always do on the road would be good to know. You know, some of those I can't give away, but I will say <laughs> that, secrets. you know, maybe uh, a nice little staff drink game to obviously more often than not celebrating victories yes um but a lot of that is uh most of it's prep i know like i have a packing list that basically i know if i've packed everything away once we leave for the trip i'm good to go and then a lot of that is just in the moment stuff taking care of like team meals making sure you know the locker room set up on game day a lot of that well i'm grateful too that now with george's kind of hybrid role stepping into team administration that He's going to be a huge part to take some of that off of me. And uh, so, what's George's favorite restaurant? Because you're going to be eating there a lot. I was going to say. So uh, I'll have to. Uh, I, I think he may be in the Conhuevos group. I know oh, we yeah. a lot of our guys go there. Yeah, not bad. Um, not bad at all. But I didn't yeah. even think about that. So I'm going to have to talk to him and like, listen, you know, let's <laughs> let's make sure that your favorite spot is my favorite spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm super grateful for George and that like already uh season hasn't even started and, and he's been a huge help that's, do you call great. up like the the riverhound skit man and and say hey you know we're arriving uh, we need the field ready and in line to go for our training at this time and well, make sure we have a <laughs> 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 make sure, make sure we have turn, a can you turn down the wind and bagels and coffee in the <laughs> training ground uh, in the locker room for us and you know Get it ready for it. So it definitely is a little bit of that. Um, yeah. There's definitely a lot of corresponding between me and, you know, if we are traveling with the away team. Um, I know I just go with the golden rule. It's like treat others the way you would want to be treated. And I, I know that when teams come to Louisville, I bend over backwards to make sure that they're taken care of and they have what they need. And that's great. more often than not, they do the same thing They in kind when, when we're in town. And it, People don't think about that, but it's a huge, it's a huge deal um, oh, yeah. to make a team's life easier on the road. And there, you know, there's little things, there's big things, but it's super helpful when the away, you know, the home team staff that's hosting us is agreeable and and helpful. So, who's always the latest for the bus or plane ride? Who's the last man running on the the bus? You know, we have actually been super lucky that all of our guys are on time um and honestly <laughs> yeah greg that one greg i think that was pre, that was pre-ben i think right I it, it, no? maybe it's coincidence or maybe it's you know <laughs> causal but guys who you don't make the bus on time they're probably not with the club anymore so <laughs> i played with a couple of brazilians who were some of the nicest guys i've ever met but they were always late for the bus. <laughs> it's a ronaldinho situation uh-huh. yeah all right. All right, y'all ready? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Go. Lots I think of it's questions. Ready. Lots of questions. Uh, we'll start with our good friend Martin Valencia, Martin Morado on Twitter, uh, who asks a lot of questions that not maybe not necessarily on point, but it's worth talking about because it's coming up. Uh, and these are mostly for Ben, I think. Who wins the Super Bowl this year? Uh, I think it ha- has to be the Chiefs. I mean, that's a that's a cop out answer, answer, but like I, I've watched, Patrick Mahomes, I, the is Patrick first Mahomes. NFL football I've watched all season was last weekend, so. I, that's yeah. My oh. dolphins weren't 
They didn't make it. They kind of... Well, that's unusual. <laughs> choked out, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I have my dad to thank. Yeah. Well, I'm thank a Bengals fan, so, you know. For right. being yeah. a Dolphins fan, but he enjoyed all the success, and I've had nothing but heartbreak. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. All right, uh, next one. The, this is a question I like. Chances of a USL game being shown on Nickelodeon because the Saints-Bears game was on Nickelodeon. I, goal, I watched it, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Was Me too. And I cannot imagine, well, I can imagine, and it warms my heart to think of Hack or Danny slimed. Oh, that'd be so great. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I will definitely become an advocate cool. for right, that to right happen. For that. All right, uh, next one. Uh, favorite tacos? You know, I'm gonna have to give uh, I'm gonna have to give my girlfriend credit Ooh, for that. That's a so good answer. She oh, kills it. Apparently, she listens to and the that, show. Otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't be answering that. She's one of she probably won't listen to this, <laughs> but just in case, there's their brownie. As long as you didn't know, I won't even say it. Tom. Soft shell guy, hard shell guy. Oh, soft. Okay, good. For sure. That's the right answer. My yeah. kids are hard shell guys, and they're freaks. No, I can't, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> If you were a wrestler, what would be your theme song? Ooh, that is tough. That is a tough question. I'm trying to think what mine. It would depends be. if you're a bit part player or if you're like a like like the big like Undertaker. Like, I'm like, going to go British Bulldog. Obviously. Oh well, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, not, not question. Question up you. Okay, we can come back to that one. Give that yeah, one some thought. Yeah. Okay. I'll talk right, that away. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Uh, you got to go with teleportation. I mean, it's good. Yeah. good choice. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's better than flying because it's faster. Okay. That's true, though. But flying would be so cool. Anyway, uh, next one is from our good friends, the Louisville Ledgehogs, uh, who are getting their own kind of internet famous these days. They uh, are. They're big. I, you yeah, know, I don't know gaining momentum. It's, it's a vibe. It's, it's a vibe. It is a vibe. Uh, <laughs> Try it. With the loss of Speedy and the addition, not they said addiction, which Brad made fun of. Uh, <laughs> all the addition that. of Tyler, are we better off, worse off, or the same at midfield? Oh, we have a wealth. We have a wealth of talent. I agree. I'll, I'll say this: I think Speedy losing. I'm sure y'all discuss this, but I'll throw my two cents. Losing Speedy is a big blow. I mean, he's the class, probably the best central midfielder in the league. I think Tyler is is right up there though, behind him. And I think this kind of gives us the opportunity to do be a little more multiple and versatile in midfield. Where whereas while our midfield used to kind of really rotate around what Speedy did, which for you know most of the time for better, almost all of the time for better. I think this kind of gives the, everybody opportunity to kind of rotate in and out and do some different things and have some different looks. So I don't, I can't say it's better, but I can say that it'll just be different and hope. And I don't think it'll necessarily be in a bad way. For sure, and none of the like, it may be the politically correct answer, but we will miss Speedy. But like the show goes on, and and we have so much, and. That was before Tyler was signed. I mean, we have guys like I know Niall was hurt in yeah. the end of last yeah. year. Well, so, Napa's back now, so yeah. exactly. So yeah, we Napa have a lot, and I, I, yeah. I think we'll be just fine. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next one is from our good friend Benton at Vamos Morados. What do you think of Miami acquiring both Speedy and Paco, and will they be legit this season? I have a quick answer to that, and that is they had a stacked roster last season, and they were god awful. So it may they're spending some money, uh, and they're you know. They're, they're acquiring some really good players, but it remains to be seen whether or not they become, they become a team. Well, I know, like, at the beginning of the season, they weren't very good. They had a little stretch there where they showed some life and yeah. they kind of trailed off again. Right. So maybe that is the, those are the missing pieces that they needed. Well, at any time, we've talked about our addition of experience being important. They've added two proven winners in the, the guys that we've, uh, they've taken from us, so yeah. to speak. So I think you have to consider them a threat anytime you've got a roster built yeah. like that. Well, they picked up uh, Billy Forbes and a few other guys. I mean, yeah, they've got so, a good roster. So they'll be tough. Well, uh, they have Romario Williams again. I'm I can't remember. I'm not sure. I yeah. think he was on their team last season and obviously a very strong forward. So, yeah, they're 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 building out to be competitive, which, hey. These teams don't get worse, do they? We talked a little bit about right. some of the other teams as well, the signings, Indy and Pittsburgh and the like. So uh, right. we continue to, as a league, build up. So it's going to keep being competitive. Uh. All right, next one uh, is from our good friend Sean Tosh, who asks, have you ever cheated as fantasy football commissioner? So I just want the record to show that, <laughs> A, I am our commissioner, mm -hmm. um, is a guy who, you know, is here year in and year out. But just so you know, there's a little bit of bitterness. That, that, that comment is tainted with bitterness because I beat him in our fantasy football championship a couple weeks ago. Oh. I don't blame him for being upset. 
but I can tell you that he's a little off base there. <laughs> Fair enough. You can't make him draft better players. Right? I can't. At the end of the day, I can do a lot. Did you take somebody yeah. off waivers that he needed? That may have happened. <laughs> okay. Well, the waiver right. was closed at that time. I'm sorry, <laughs> Sean. Uh, but. All right. Uh, next one is from uh, Antoine Hopeno. Oh, asks, no. Where are my true socks? So, what I are true socks, first of all? Well, we said there were no those special on the socks team. with the gummy things on so they don't slip out of your boots. Correct. Yeah. And a lot of players, more often than not, players do use them. Oh, now. I need some of those. Okay. I, I can just tell you this just like in reality, socks get lost. <laughs> In the professional world, socks get lost. <laughs> got eaten now, by the, the, the dryer. It happens, you know? Listen, and I can't speak to this particular situation, but I can tell you this. I take care of Antoine. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to have to... coming his way. We're going to have to get something worked out there. Uh, okay, let's see. I think I had one other one. Oh, uh, Melinda... Uh, I have two more. Melinda at Keep them coming. Michelle, I, lo- Michelle, I love this. Uh, Michelle Reese asks, who is the messiest one in the locker room? So, like I said before, not going to throw anybody totally under the bus, but... <clears throat> this is a very political there's answer. A, there's, there's a couple guys who, you know, their locker names. maybe needs a little tidying up every once in a while. One of those guys was Paco. Okay. But another guy who, by the way, he has a great excuse because he's been here so long. Uh, Nile McCabe. Yeah. Now, he is actually pretty clean, but when you're here since the beginning, your locker may accumulate things over time. <laughs> and I can tell you this, when Miles he finally, okay. <laughs> when he finally cleaned out his locker this offseason, there was a lot in there. And he is by no means a messy guy, but he had a treasure trove of stuff. I mean, he was finding stuff that he hadn't seen since 2016. So, <laughs> now was my boy, though. So, All right, last one. Uh, before I shut this down, is from Anthony Lennart, who asks, uh, do you still have an uh, Oldham County Middle School soccer jersey laying around? So I don't, but I, I did like that tweet, uh, <laughs> taking me back to the good old days, you know? Were you all in school together, or how does Anthony Yeah, so have we one? actually went to, I don't, I can't remember if we went to elementary school with me, but we definitely went to uh, middle school in Oldham County together, so definitely know him from way back when. So, so I have a question. Speaking of, are you part of this golf crew? I keep seeing a lot of pictures around with Niall and Sean and the like. Are you part of that? So that I thing? have been out there with them, yeah. but I'm, I, I wouldn't consider myself part of that crew, A, because yeah. I'm terrible, and I don't play enough to be good yet. Yeah. Uh, plus, it's just like it's like me touching the soccer ball, ball at training. Like, mm-hmm. It's embarrassing because <laughs> I go out there with a guy like uh, – I play golf with Tosh more than anybody yeah. else, and he's probably one of the best on the team. Huh. So, like, he's trying to do you. these things, like, pick me up. Oh, man, that was a great shot there. I'm like, no, it wasn't, man. <laughs> well, that, that's Come on, be ask. honest with me. I was say, and I can tell. Who's the best golfer and who's the hack? I, so, I'll, I'll say I'm the hack. Okay, fair enough. But, like, he does his best. He grits his teeth, and he's like, great, great shot, man. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, it was terrible. Just tell me. But he does try to coach me up, and oddly enough, and all the other guys will tell you this, especially George, because I know we faced off against, it'll be usually me and Tosh versus George and somebody else. Mm-hmm. Tosh is a great coach. And, you know, we just have this chemistry where we kill it as partners. And usually it's best ball, and usually he's carrying me, and he has to go see the chiropractor after from hurting <laughs> back his back injuries, carrying yeah. me. But we make it work, and we definitely have some W's there. That's awesome, and, and it is funny because we as mostly fans, we, we're lucky in a community like this, we do get some exposure to the guys where we can kind of get a feel for their personalities, but when you look at a guy like Tosh on the field, he seems like a guy that one day probably will go in the coaching ranks or be in a managerial role just for the way he carries himself and the way he does things. So is, is he kind of, when you look at the squad, and you obviously there's the triumvirate who clearly have those type of skills and aspirations and you've seen it already with Luke as part of the For academy. Sure. Who are the other guys you see in the team who, who may have careers like that just out of interest? I honestly, and I actually listened to your guys' last podcast and Brad was kind of talking about like, listen, we're grateful as, as a company that we're big enough now to where we can offer basically all those guys. You see it with Luke, you're seeing it with George. You can make the argument that almost all of these guys, the guys that are up there a little bit in age as far as, you know, soccer life and everything, if you've been a part of this for a few years, 
you don't want to stop being a part of it. I know Tosh has told me before, and he, this is not private knowledge or anything, like Louisville's home for him. He, he bought a home. He considers this home. So just speaking specifically to him, I could definitely see that. But I can't look at a guy on this team that's been here for more than a few years and say they don't want to continue to be a part of this. It's a winning culture. It's a competitive culture. And guys thrive on that, whether their career is in blossom, if it's in its twilight, or after their playing career. Well, I, I just want to say from the Barrel Proof crowd and me, myself, personally, I think you're a big part of that culture. And I really appreciate all the hard work you do. Sure. And thanks for coming on the pod. Absolutely, um, guys. I enjoyed it. Final thoughts from the group? Let's get some more dirt if you got anything, Taylor. <laughs> I don't know. We. I had a bunch of laundry-related questions that I'm just going <laughs> to let lie. Listen, hey, laundry <laughs> is the most integral part <laughs> of everything. You all um, mentioned Nickelodeon, and I was thinking about who you would choose from the team to be your partner in uh, Double Dare. <laughs> that, uh, I was about to you know, know he's a, is, but, a yeah. duly departed, <laughs> duly departed guy. But I, I would definitely have Andrew Delalo, which was my old boss, yeah. who's moved on to Austin. But yep. that that would definitely have to be That's awesome. dynamic duo right there. Nice. Good deal. All right. All right, guys. Well, Patrick, you got anything? Any questions you thought of? That's nope. Head that's, shake. that's a no from Patricio. All right, well, take us out with a Vamos Morales. Well, hold on. Before I do, uh, if you're interested in NWSL draft news, which would be old by this point, but listen to Woso Wineup. Uh, Absolutely. And Brianna and Massey, because who have really good guests on and and they're good. So yeah, so that's that. a great plug. And <laughs> we've got some exciting guests lined up, I think, for the next part oh, as well. Oh, yeah, so time. we could preview um, Ken Luther, the new president of the Coopers, um, wants to come on in two weeks at our next pod. Young guy, Ken Luther. Ken um, Luther yeah, guy. yeah, young, virile Ken Luther. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> young, not jaded Ken, Ken Extremely Luther. good. For his, for his second term Ugh, poor guy. as president, um, is going to come on and kind of give us a state of the Coopers, announcements, plans for 2021, racing, Louisville City, all that. So um, I'm excited about that. And we are gearing up for 2021. Let's do it. Awesome. All right, y'all. Nice being here. Yep. Ben, thanks Thank for being you, on man. here. Thank you, guys. Vamos Morados, everybody. Play Come on, today. city. Come on. Vamos. Come on. Come on.